Welcome back to Bootability, a weekly interview series about the amazing ability we all have to change our lives and the world if we're brave enough to tap into it. I'm your host, Jihee Jolly. We're back today with the third edition of our Tips and Insights mini episode series, which comes out every four weeks. Over the last year and a half of Buddhability, we've heard so many incredible insights from Buddhist practitioners all over the country, which are based on key Buddhist concepts. In order for those who are newer to the practice to learn a little bit more about them, these mini episodes introduce one such concept at a time and how it can be applied to your life. Today's is all about the oneness of body and mind. Let's start with the concept of oneness itself. Nichiren Buddhism is based on the teachings of the Lotus Sutra, and our core practice is chanting its title preceded by the Sanskrit word nam, nam myoho renge kyo. Many great teachers have examined the Lotus Sutra over hundreds of years, and one of them, Miao Lo of the Tiantai School, introduced the idea of the 10 onenesses, which include the oneness of body and mind, the oneness of the internal and the external, the oneness of the results of practice and the true nature of life, the oneness of cause and effect, the oneness of the impure and the pure, the oneness of life and its environment, the oneness of self and others, the oneness of thought, word, and deed, the oneness of provisional and true teachings, and the oneness of benefits. We'll cover a few of these onenesses over the next few months, beginning today with the oneness of body and mind. But first, consider these words from Buddhist philosopher Daisaku Ikeda, who explains the idea of oneness as follows. We may simply note that the point of this doctrine is that terms which appear to be opposites, such as body and mind, or pure and impure, can be viewed as a single entity. Thus, for example, Considered from a general point of view, body and mind constitute a single concept, though when they're considered from a specific point of view, they can be broken down into the two categories of body and mind. Put another way, while oneness in English doesn't fully capture what the concept means, in Japanese, the term describing these relationships is funi, literally meaning not to a contraction of the phrase nini funi, or to, but not to. From this we can see that oneness doesn't deny distinctions between two contrasting ideas, entities, or principles, but even if two things are different, it considers them to be interdependent. I'll pause there because there's a lot more we could talk about, but the reason for this view is as follows. Each pair is united by the law that underlies life itself, which is nam myoho renge kyo. Practically speaking, our goal as Buddhists is to create the greatest value from their connection. So today's question is this, how can we create the greatest value from the connection between body and mind? First, the oneness of body and mind isn't so hard to grasp because we're moving into an age when awareness of the connection between body and mind is much better understood than before. 
Today, science and medicine have proven their close interrelatedness or inseparability. How we think largely affects how we feel, both physically and emotionally. For instance, many studies have shown that stress can cause stomach aches and impact our gut health. Some research also links listening to music to lowering blood pressure and positively affecting other cardiovascular functions. Connections between medical concerns that are categorized as chronic, for instance, are often associated with stress, such as GI disorders, sleep issues, high blood pressure, and chronic pain. More and more often, we hear wellness and medical professions encouraging exercise, diet, sleep, and lifestyle changes to address physical ailments, in addition, of course, to traditional medicine or professional mental health support. But Buddhism takes the mind-body connection a few steps further. The principle of the oneness of body and mind, or shikishinfuni in Japanese, literally translates as follows. Shiki literally means color, hue, or appearance, and refers to physical existence. Shin means mind or heart, and refers to spiritual or intangible attributes. And funi is a truncation of the phrase nini funi, which means two but not two, connoting the inseparability of the physical and spiritual aspects of life. While body and mind can seem to be two distinct and separate things, from the Buddhist perspective of oneness, they are not. They are integral components of life as a whole that arise from the same essential source, the mystic law or Nam-myoho-renge-kyo. So, when we chant Nam-myoho-renge-kyo, we awaken to the Buddha nature, or as we call it on this show, Buddhability, that exists within us and in everything around us. Rather than thinking of the mind as only comprising desires, feelings, or conscience, and the body as a biomechanical form, we come to understand the interconnectedness of all life and phenomena, which have both material and spiritual aspects. This is reflected in the word nam of nam-myoho-renge-kyo, which indicates dedicating our life to the mystic law. In the words of Buddhist reformer Nichiren Daishonin, dedication refers to the element of physical form as it pertains to us, while life refers to the element of the mind as it pertains to us. But the ultimate teaching tells us that form and mind are not two. What all this really comes down to is that by chanting and practicing Buddhism for self and others, we can activate our Buddhability or Buddha nature and elevate our life condition bringing forth our inherent ability to harmonize the workings of our mind and body at the most essential level. Why is this important to study? Because realizing this connection allows us to forge a strong, healthy, and happy life that's driven by our inner resolve. Ikeda further explains, Life is inherently endowed with the marvelous capacity to convert even the negative into something positive. At the most basic level, one's life is created by one's own inner resolve or one's mind. This is even more true of a person with faith. In this case, one's mind goes beyond thoughts or ideas to the power of an internal resolve that permeates one's heart, mind, and body. So, for example, when we experience illness or anxiety, which can easily take a mental or physical toll on us, 
Chanting Nam Myoho Renge Kyo allows us to not only alleviate stress, but to develop resiliency and strengthen our inner resolve, powered by our Buddha ability, which can support the health treatment we may also pursue. Buddha ability, when tapped into, looks like the transformation of tendencies such as doubt, fear, anxiety, or anger into qualities like confidence, courage, wisdom, and appreciation. These, in turn, help us take positive actions that propel us forward. We've heard plenty of stories of people doing exactly this on the podcast. So, I know that was a very theoretical concept, but the oneness of body and mind as a concept illuminates the powerful interconnection that powers our bootability, and we can access it by adding the ingredient of consistently chanting Nam-myoho-renge-kyo. In that spirit, I'll leave you with the following words from Ikeda about this principle in action, which countless people have shared as a favorite of theirs on the podcast. He writes, When your determination changes, everything else will begin to move in the direction you desire. The moment you resolve to be victorious, every nerve and fiber in your being will immediately orient itself toward your success. On the other hand, if you think this is never going to work out, then at that instant, every cell in your being will be deflated and give up the fight. How you orient your mind, the kind of attitude you take, greatly influences both yourself and your environment. Through the power of strong inner resolve, we can transform ourselves, those around us, and the land in which we live. Each of you is in possession of this tool, this secret weapon. There is no greater treasure. In the future, we'll cover other types of oneness as well. But in the meantime, if you're new to chanting, we have plenty of resources on how to start at bootability.org. And of course, as always, if you have questions or you'd like to get connected to your local Buddhist community where you can learn from other practitioners, you can email us at connect at sgi-usa.org. That's all for today, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.